Hello, I'm Will Fulton, and this is Thrillist Best and the Rest. Every week we pick one topic from hangover curse to horror movies and tell you what's the absolute apex. The best possible thing in that world. It's really not that complicated. Today, we're talking about Thanksgiving. Turkey Day. Right? That's what they call it. Some people do. I'm here with executive food editor, Nicole Taylor. Senior editor, Adriana Velez. Senior news editor, Tony Maravic. We got the editorial brass here. Lots of seniors, <laughs> right? Not in age, but in title, which is just as good. Nicole's looking at me. She just gave me, <laughs> she just gave me a if side eye. If only people could see my face. <laughs> they can't. This is only audio. I wish people could see. We're really cozy here. We have a cheese plate. We have wine. We have Tony's adorable dog, Gladys, who is a constant source of joy in my office life. Tony, if people want to see pictures of Gladys, because they really should, where can they find her? Uh, Instagram. She has her own account. It's at goodgirlgladys. How are you guys today? Amazing. Nicole? Good. Ready for Turkey Day. For Ready sure. for Turkey Day. Do you guys like Thanksgiving? I used to like it more. But, <laughs> well, but yeah. What happened? I live far away from home from my parents. So I used to have friends giving every year. Um, friends scattered throughout the, the northeastern corridor. And we would gather for this grand bacchanalia. There were all these like serious home cooks who would compete with each other. We were We were all really close and it would just be like this weekend long party and it was so much fun and then like the years went by and like people had affairs with each other (laughs) we got into fights and like it just sort of like imploded (laughs) and so now I just have Thanksgiving with my husband my son and my ex-husband we're still friends and um Adriana I think your Thanksgiving experience needs its own Netflix miniseries that was that was a wild tale. It was pretty epic in the day. But. Tony, what do you usually do? Uh, I usually go back home and spend it with family. Haven't really done anything like non-traditional except for go to a restaurant once. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're definitely going to talk about that. Yeah. That's, that's pretty standard though. Yeah. Nicole? Oh my gosh. Thanksgiving is like Super Bowl for food people, mm-hmm. particularly food people who love to cook. But like the last two or three years, no cooking for me. So maybe I'll, yeah, I, I'm not going to cook this year either. I, I'm just, I'm like over it. Yeah. I'm going to take a break. We all used to go to my grandma's house, but she passed away. So we kind of do a smaller Thanksgiving home. This has been a downer. Let's talk about something fun. <laughs> <laughs> and in true thrillist fashion, we're drinking a little bit during this podcast. We have a nice bottle of Pinot Noir. You want to do it? I see Tony's ready to do the uh, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Pinot Noir. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you want to hear something funny about that? that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Go for it. I grew up in the same hometown as Titus Burgess. Get out. Yes. Is that true? That is very true. Athens, Georgia. Did you know him? Yeah, we went to the same elementary school. It's so crazy, <laughs> right? What? Yes. Was he Have always a performer? Yes. He would like perform at all the talent shows, beautiful voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> he went to UGA there. He was in theater, all that stuff. Yeah, he was always a star for sure. I can't believe I just did that on this. <laughs> you so sounded you did, though. great. No, it's... Uh... Just ask my neighbors. <laughs> Why does he do that so late at night? Your dog is actually very attentive, though. Is that how you call her? Yeah. Uh, okay. At the end of the episode, we're all going to give our pick for the best thing about Thanksgiving. But before we get to the best, we're going to talk about the rest. We have some fun categories coming up. I want to start 
with something new. We call it this or that, where we pit two things against each other and debate their merits. So one big thing I need to talk about right out of the gate, stuffing. Is it better in the bird or out of the bird? I guess when it's out, it's technically called dressing, right, Nicole? Uh, kind of, sort of. I When I think dressing, I think cornbread dressing, but I think I'm, I'm almost positive that everyone doesn't use cornbread for the dressing meaning the casserole that's a little drier mm-hmm. and not wet. I hate, so can I do the this and that and say which one this, that? I, I, yeah, I want to know. Okay, inside of the bird, yuck. Are you serious? <laughs> I, I'm always afraid that people don't know how to cook their turkey, so that means you're getting like raw meat juice dripped <laughs> down into the stuffing. That's that sounds kind of good though. Yeah, when it's Ugh. in the bird, it's stuffing. It's And, and for my, my grandma and my, my mom and my Aunt Candy who cook it, like my grandma, you know, we cut up just white bread, put it in the bird. It tastes really good. You need that infusion of that turkey juice. Like you were saying, that sounds good to me. Uh, no, I'll pass. I'll, I'd rather have the cornbread dressing mm. in a casserole dish with the crisp edges. So when you bite into it, you kind of have that crunch, almost like how you have that pizza that the cheese runs over the side. Yeah. That's how cornbread dressing is. And it's it's really great. Okay. Adriana, what's your take? Yeah, yeah, I would say also out because you want you want that variety of textures. Otherwise, it's it's so bland. Like the only thing that gets to be that uniform in texture is, are the mashed potatoes. Otherwise, you need to show up with some texture. So wow, this is blowing my mind. I I, I would have never thought this. <laughs> you can get um you can infuse it with that turkey flavor though by using turkey stock. Oh, is that not cheating? I'm sorry. No, that is what you would use. That's literally what you would use. Tony, are you in or out of the bird? I actually find both equally appealing Ooh, to me. Okay, right uh, in the middle. So I That's grew not up, an answer. I grew up with like the stovetop kind that doesn't even go in the oven at all. <laughs> okay. Like right out of the box. Um, and I love that stuff. It's like a nostalgic flavor to me. But then I had Thanksgiving with my partner's family and they, they make like actual homemade stuffing and put it in the bird. And so I love that too. It's pretty good. It does yeah. get a little mushy. I mean, most of the things on your Thanksgiving plate are mushy, so it all gets mixed and it's delicious. That's actually a good point. Do you guys, when you eat a Thanksgiving dinner, do you put everything in one big pile? It's kind of like the EU, you know, like they're all adjacent. There's some visiting between some, some, some foods get along better than other foods. So I keep them near each other so they can enjoy each other's fellowship. And then there's like salad, which is England, which wants to be separate. So we serve that first on its own plate and then we, we, we take that away. I like that. And my plate, the uh, green beans are kind of like Switzerland. They stay neutral. Kind of away. Oh. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go after. <laughs> Nicole, do you mix or do you keep things separate? I could tell by your face. What do you think? What do you think? Well, <laughs> I, I think wanna... you keep separate. I think oh, you keep them course. separated. Of course. Okay. I am that girl. I need a separate bowl for my peas and beans because I don't want the juice to run into my dressing and mm-hmm. get it soggy. I like my stuff to be separate. Okay. I can respect that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I, I like to get the full taste without the blending at first. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. What do you guys think this or that homemade cranberry sauce versus store-bought, commonly known as Canberry? I'll die for Canberry. I stand Canberry. It's the only thing my grandma, who I grew up uh, going to her house for Thanksgiving, didn't make herself, and I just love it. I don't know Canberry. Never <laughs> had it? Put it? You know what? I think I had it maybe a few times when I was a young child, but I 
I literally can't even, I, re, I remember what it looks like coming out of the can, but I cannot remember the last time <laughs> I had it. Listen, <laughs> I want the homemade stuff. Once you really taste some great cranberry sauce or relish, like mm. Kitchenista, if you don't know Kitchenista, you need to go to Instagram, Twitter, and follow Kitchenista. I don't know what that is. What is it? She's a food blogger, cook, super popular. She has an amazing cranberry relish recipe. You would never want the canberry again, Will. I, I don't know. I, and it, I it doesn't really even like take that long. Yeah. Also, I'll, I'll take the real deal. I think like Tony's, the stovetop stuffing thing, it just has a dose of nostalgia inside of that can. Are you a cranberry or canberry person, Tony? Neither. I don't touch that shit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody's going to be like, well, what about like the sweet acidity? That's what my red wine is for, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that take. Uh, so Thanksgiving, the time of the meal, lunch versus dinner. I know that some people do it early. Some people do it late. I've always kind of been right in the middle. I think 3 p.m. is the sweet spot for me. Adriana, you you seem like you're in agreement here. I mean, it, it depends on when you start drinking and, and what kind of cocktails are involved. But mm. yeah, I, I would course. agree. Liner. Yeah. Four-ish, maybe. So you're saying you're, you if you start drinking really early, which you probably should, then you might have to have dinner a little bit earlier just to kind of like line your stomach. Or or later because you've made some terrible miscalculations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal with house guests all day, right? I'm usually the one hosting Thanksgiving. So people want to come over and people like to stay at my house all day long. So when you tell them 6 o'clock, yeah, 10 or 11, people start to get a little antsy and they leave. So I, I like the later. I think late Thanksgiving dinner is the move. Okay. Uh, I think... We don't really have like a target time. It's just like whenever the bird's done, you know. Also, do you guys pass out after you eat Thanksgiving? Oh, that tryptophan, does it get to you? I mean, <laughs> I did last year, but I had an edible, so. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> We're going to get to that stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so then, the, so then the last dish of that, Friendsgiving versus Thanksgiving. You know, Friendsgiving has obviously been super popular. What, the past like 10, 20 years, would you guys say? Really? 10 years ago? What's Thanksgiving in the lexicon, in the American lexicon, 10, 20 years ago? Frank, Friendsgiving? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I have always felt like it's like the last couple of years, everything is Friendsgiving. You can even go to Target and get napkins that say <laughs> Friendsgiving. It's fun. I I think they both have their merits. I mean, it really depends on who you're spending time with. I know a lot of people that enjoy their Friendsgiving a lot more than their Thanksgiving just because they don't like to be around their relatives. I do like to be about around my relatives. so And I see them less than my friends. So I always like actual Thanksgiving more. I'm with you on that, Will. Um, I am mostly against Friendsgiving because I just don't want my friends to see me in that state. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't want yeah, that just would not be a good situation for me. What state? I consider you to be a friend, and I don't know anything you could do that would shock me. That that would change my opinion of of you at a dinner table. Be Let's edible? keep it that way. Yeah, is it the edible? <laughs> is it the red wine? <laughs> maybe, but yeah, I, I, friends are separate, mm -hmm. and it's like maybe we'll get drinks after Thanksgiving if if we're okay to. You go walk. You go hard up. Yeah, that's what I'm learning about you right now. <laughs> Nicole. It's cool. I mean, I, I'll tell you what I don't like about Friendsgiving, the potluck. When people have Friendsgiving potluck, uh, I'm cool. I, do, I don't like potlucks. 
So really? I'd rather just host and make all the food and then just tell people, certain people to bring certain things. Mm. The people you can trust yeah. to bring something. Yeah, from. the potluck <laughs> Friendsgiving, I'll pass. You just don't like other people's food as much as you I like your own? Oh my gosh, we just had a whole conversation about... <laughs> stuffing in the bird and outside of the bird and then if i say we'll bring the stuffing did we'll really cook the bird thoroughly probably not if i were to do exactly. that exactly which i would never do but if i was I, if i were to do it i probably wouldn't cook it thoroughly yeah so that's all that's my thought every time i'm thinking about potluck like can this person really cook did they wash their hands <laughs> <laughs> best traditional quote-unquote thanksgiving side uh i can start it off I love stuffing in the bird. <laughs> in the bird stuffing. Um, it's a divisive Thanksgiving side. For me, I, I like mashed potatoes. Um, we never really had mac and cheese, so that's not really on the table for me. But stuffing I only have on Thanksgiving. It's one of those things that I love it once per year. I probably wouldn't like to have it all the time, but it's special. It is Thanksgiving to me, so that's definitely my favorite side. Tony, what do you think? All right, this is kind of weird, but gravy is my favorite side. Ooh. Mm. I can't emphasize this enough. Gravy is a side. It's not just a topping. Yes, you put it on top of your food, but when you do put it on top of almost everything on your plate like I do, it becomes a side in itself. And like any side to a main, gravy makes it better. Man, that's a really good point because almost all the sides, you could lose them and Thanksgiving will be okay. But if you lost gravy, I don't think I could do it. Mm -hmm. Especially if like the bird's too dry. Yeah. I don't think I could Gravy deal. to the rescue. That's a good answer. All it's missing is a cape. <laughs> Co-signed to the gravy, like one of the worst fights I got into with that group of friends was over lost gravy. So, so um, <laughs> oh I get God. it. Oh my God. But the, the dish I used to make every year was the sweet potato dish where I would boil it in star anise and then peel it and I would strain the sweet potatoes so they come out super, super smooth and mash them with a gigantic amount of butter and I would add some maple syrup. And I made that dish every year. It was ambrosial. Oh, wow. It was incredible. I haven't made it in a while, but that was my favorite side. That mm -hmm. sounds amazing, mm -hmm. but very yes. complex. <laughs> it was labor intensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't do it anymore. Savory sweet potato pie. Mm -hmm. Okay, another wild card. Yeah. Um, I look forward to this time of year making that. It's... A thing that I came up with trying to appease my friends who are like vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. It has like onions and all this great cheese and red pepper flakes and great pie crust. Yeah. I love this time of year. I And I would say second to that, the dressing. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't eat dressing in the middle of the summer. So. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so weird. Right. That'd be like watching a Christmas story in July. Yeah. The dressing is amazeballs. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, how, do you know about in the? I think it's a Southern tradition putting oysters. Oysters and dressing is definitely not my South, but I feel like people who are from like Louisiana, New Orleans, people maybe from Savannah, Charleston, yeah. close to water and close to oysters. That is kind of a thing to do oyster dressing. I would actually like. Ha just having like a plate of oysters as an appetizer. I think we were talking about that <sighs> Ooh, the yeah. other day. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, be yeah so that's good. what we used to do. We used to have um, raw oysters right before. That's such a good idea for an appetizer. So um, I want to talk about the best non quote unquote non traditional Thanksgiving food. I know that you guys are doing um, a lot of work on this on the website about non traditional Thanksgiving sites. You want to talk about some of the uh, most fun articles that you have 
in the pipeline? Yeah, yeah. We have a couple of personal essays that we're really looking forward to. One of them is about a woman who grew up in a Northern Cheyenne Nation reservation, and they did not cook turkey. They cooked a lot of other things that are more related to their own culture. So there's that one, uh, which I really, really liked, and I want you to read it to find out what they eat instead. So check out the site. But we have another essay on uh, this guy who moved from the Rust Belt to Los Angeles and brought his family's manicotti recipe with him. They made manicotti every Thanksgiving because... The Italians, Greek Italian side of his family felt like traditional Thanksgiving food was way too bland. Um, Not untrue, really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be honest. Compared to Greek and Italian food. And then uh, we have another essay about this woman who remembers her mother-in-law by making these, it sounds terrible, sweet potato orange balls. And it's like sweet potatoes mashed with orange juice and lots of sugar. You pack them into halved oranges that have been hollowed out. Anyway, it's a really sweet essay, but no one eats those. <laughs> yeah, no. So they went through all this trouble. They would make all of these orange, sweet potato orange balls and then like no one would eat them. She would try to give them away as leftovers and people would be like, no. That's so <laughs> mean. Not even to be polite. Just like, yeah, this is great. I'm kind of just grimace through it. Thank you for making it. <laughs> yeah. No. Tony, does your family do anything that you would consider non-traditional as far as food goes? I didn't realize this was non-traditional until my partner called me out on it, but my family, we usually make a ham in addition to the turkey. What? Yeah. It's very hedonistic at your house over Thanksgiving. I, I don't think so. I think it's it's a compliment. Like you have the traditional turkey, but then we get um, a ham and it either has like a cranberry-based glaze or a mustard-based uh, glaze. And we plop that sucker on the grill when the turkey is getting close. And then it just all works out perfectly because the ham adds like that smoky flavor that the rest of your Thanksgiving plate is missing. Yeah, mm. I could see that. Tony, I guess we're in the same boat. Yeah? I order Benton's ham every single year. I wow. grew up having a ham and turkey, but I think that's traditional, but maybe it's not. I, I asked around and people think it's very strange. I've never heard of that ever. Like doubling up like that? No. It's great. Yeah, I totally grew up with the ham. Wow. Have you guys ever tried a turducken? It is a turkey stuffed with a chicken, stuffed with a duck. It's really gross, but kind of good. It's like a John Madden thing. He was kind of famous for loving it. When it comes to turducken, I'm worried that the, the duck just won't be cooked well. Because it's, it's, it's so in the middle. In yeah. And like, you want duck to be cooked nicely. Yeah, you do. I would want it around the turkey because turkey's dry and duck is really fatty. Yeah. So, yeah. Right? That, I mean, I think on the same fork, it would taste good. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, get a nice kebab. That could work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back uh, talking about best overall pie. Ah, suspenseful. Have you ever seen Lady and the Tramp? <laughs> no, I haven't. I actually haven't seen that movie. You've never seen Lady and the Tramp? Nope. Oh my God, you should totally watch it, especially now that you have a dog. Hmm. It gets you to see a little bit into their world. Oh. Yeah. Okay, anyway, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> we're back, and we want to talk about the best overall pie. I have to say, I'm not really a pie person, but I do eat them on Thanksgiving. Uh, I like pumpkin pie. People really hate on pumpkin pie. Maybe it's just like kind of a recent cultural thing, but when it's really good, it's really good. When it's bad, it can be chalky and, you know, kind of gross. But to me, it's like the best part of the pumpkin spice flavor is in a pumpkin pie. So I'm always down with a little pumpkin pie after Thanksgiving. 
You ready for this? I don't think I've ever had a slice of pumpkin pie in my life. Is it, I can't what? possibly wow. be true. Uh, wow. Look what? How, I never, I grew up with sweet potato pie. I'm sitting here thinking like, have I had pumpkin pie? I don't think so. Let the record show my wide eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up. Even the dog is shocked. <laughs> I grew up where it's all about the sweet potatoes. You roast them, you roast a bunch, you make a bunch of sweet potato pies, and that's what you eat. I never, ever saw cans of pumpkin, nor a whole pumpkin being roasted for a pumpkin pie. So if I have to buy or make a pie for Thanksgiving, it's going to always be sweet potato. Okay. But I guess you guys need to burst my pumpkin pie bubble. Yeah. We will do that this year. We will. <laughs> Okay, so everyone listening, if you're a pie maker, send uh, Nicole Taylor at Thrillist. You can find the address <laughs> out there. Uh, pumpkin pie. And she will try it. Would you try it? Of course. Yeah. We'll put it on Instagram. Of yeah, course. we'll put it on Instagram. That'd be great. Adriana, do you have a pie preference? I have gone through the trouble of roasting my own fresh pumpkins to make pumpkin pie. Okay, um, wow. I'm, I'm over it. Um, <laughs> my- <laughs> Uh, no, I love a pecan pie. Um, I'll make it with bourbon, of course. You have Ooh. to. Put any sort of pie in front of me and I'll enjoy it with my coffee. I'm usually lubricated enough where I don't have preference. Uh, and I want to go to your Thanksgiving. <laughs> right? I just to put that out there. <laughs> yes. I want to just record it. There's I ham. See you. There's gummies. Yeah. <laughs> there's all types of pie. Yeah. Pie power rank for me, pumpkin one, apple two. Love a good apple. And three, probably pecan. Really do enjoy a pecan pie. One done right. I feel like pie is really easy to get wrong. Yeah. If, if you have a bad one, it's really bad. Yeah. I've never heard a person use the word chalky to describe a bad pie, but that's a great word. Yeah, yeah a I've had pumpkin, a lot of ch- chalky pies. Mm. Yeah. With that leathery top. <gasps> the leathery top. Oh, it's like the fruit leather yeah. on top. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is yeah. that? The worst. That's, that's bad pumpkin. Oh, is that what that Ugh. is? Yes. Ooh. I like making a cake. I mean, everyone, look, listen, we all love pies here, but a lot of people hate pie. But I don't think people are brave enough to say it. It's almost like y'all can't believe I said I hated pumpkin pie. Nobody's going to be like, I hate pie. You said you never had pumpkin pie. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I'm not, I don't think I've ever, I, no. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't walk into a bakery and like, oh, give me the pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you don't have sweet potato? My, my mom and my Aunt Candy, who prepare Thanksgiving, they always make that, like, jello whipped cream combination. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's oh salad. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Wow, I haven't seen or heard that in a long time. Yeah, I didn't want to eat it for the longest time because it looks so gross. This was, like, you know, my whole life, like, almost three decades, and it's, like, I tried it, like, two years ago, and I'm like, this is actually pretty good. I don't know why I never ate this. <laughs> what? That's, That's like, old school. Yeah. Very old school. Do they make the jello in a bunt pan? I don't know what they do, and okay. I am not... I'm not around there. Like a, one of those like weird jello mold. Oh, circles. guys. My mom had one in the shape of a lobster. And when I was in high school, <laughs> <laughs> and it was, I made lime. <laughs> it was lime with canned tuna and some sort of <gasps> oh. cream thing. It was bad. <laughs> okay. So the non, there's a lot of Thanksgiving that does has nothing to do with food. I want to talk about the best thanksgiving tv tradition so just real quick you have the national dog show not to be confused with the westminster dog show they're two different things you have football the cowboys and the lions always play oh you have the macy's thanksgiving day parade in new york city of course and then you have planes trains and automobiles which is pretty much the only is it the only thanksgiving movie ever 
What the hell is playing trains and automobiles? <laughs> Who's in that? John Candy. Yeah. Steve Martin. And Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Yeah. 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 Oh, I think I probably see that. Oh, it's so funny. Okay, guys, what about Soul Food? Do you know the movie Soul Food? It has like Nia Long and Vivica Fox. I do it came not. out in what, the 80s, the 90s? It was an amazing show. And, oh, you know what I remember about Soul Food? It had an amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like a classic movie about an all-American family and their Thanksgiving is d- disrupted by some craziness. I totally miss this. I you no must idea. watch. Uh, I, no, no, no football or dog show or parade for you guys? Parade. I watched parade the parade. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Alone. <laughs> <laughs> because my Indian husband is not into it. He's like, do you want to watch this? Okay. I'm going to be in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> my teenage my teenage son is over it so it is bizarre if you like you know those floats and broadway stars lip syncing mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what i really don't understand the people that are in like go in person oh they're, yeah i feel like they're the same people that are there in times square for the yeah. drop it's freezing uh-huh. yes you've been to the parade. Oh. Yeah. oh my gosh yes like the second year i moved to new york city someone was like i have special tickets where you can sit in a special area it was freezing and i was there <laughs> so early in the morning it's not the same effect as watching it on mm-hmm. tv on tv you get to like see how big the floats are mm-hmm. and how like the details when you're sitting down you don't only thing you're seeing up close and personal in a really cool intimate way the performers yeah mm-hmm. who are lip syncing and you guys right. see like yeah. i don't know ryan seacrest or whoever people like Diana Ross no last year oh my gosh she just like was like fuck the music i'm gonna just wait the people <laughs> i'm gonna be Diana ross and her music was playing it was yeah. hilarious yeah <laughs> uh, i always watch football um you know i like it but and i watch the dog show i can't believe none of you guys especially your dog is right behind you tony i the i so I don't know. That come on. There's something I mean, about dog shows that I don't find particularly like cool. Like it, it seems a little exploitative to me. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So another Thanksgiving tradition. It's becoming less and less of a thing. But when you go home for Thanksgiving, you go out to your local bar the night before on Thanksgiving Eve, and you see everyone you went to high school with. Mm-hmm. Everyone you have, you know, the woman who just got laid off that pushes her pyramid scheme on you. <laughs> you have you have that dude who still wears his varsity jacket around. You have that teacher mm-hmm. that was always hot that's surprisingly still hot, but now you can talk to her. There's no problem with it. Um, <laughs> do you have any Thanksgiving Eve stories? Do you do you still go out and see your high school friends the night before? So I don't I don't go out to a bar really. I'm usually I'm usually just like hanging out with my mom. And so I'll just bring you back to last year. Last year I went out for barbecue dinner with my mom uh, at a place in the town next to us, which is Huntley, Illinois. And we went to this barbecue restaurant and we're sitting there. We look out the window and there's this huge line snaking out of a bar across the the town square from us. And then it hit me. I realized that it's the annual Turkey Testicle Festival. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Okay, hold on. Back up. Is that what it sounds like? Or is it just a clever name for something totally different? No, it is exactly what it sounds like. And I'm sorry are to say. people eating these turkey testes? They sure are. Did you eat a turkey testy? Never in my life. <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> what do they look like? 
So they're fried, and they look kind of like chicken nuggets. Just look, Google it. Turkey Testicle Festival, Huntley, Illinois. This is a part of the body that should be braised, right? (laughs) Okay? The the, the ligaments need to soften. I'll say no more. (laughs) Yeah, they do look like chicken. Uh, For everyone at home, if you're not driving, Google uh, turkey testicles. They actually don't look that bad. Wow. They look like fried oysters, actually. This year's will be the 37th annual Turkey Testicle Festival. Wow. 37. And people really line up for this stuff. Yeah. Is there, is it curiosity or? I, I It's probably like a go for the crowd, I uh-huh. think. Yeah. Like everybody in town probably goes. Mm-hmm. I, I've obviously never gone, uh, but there are locals who have been going for 37 years probably. They Every probably, year. if you're born in Huntley, they probably shove one in your mouth while you're an infant, you know? <laughs> uh, your first solid food is that turkey. T- yeah. I mean, look, if <laughs> there's probably doing cheap it, beer. <laughs> if they've been doing it for 37 years, it's that, you know, tradition like that, it, it could be nice as long as it's not hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. Except for their turkeys, I guess. That's true. But Thanksgiving is a tough time for them anyway, so. I mean, they look, it, it's sort of like, you know, uh, the the cheese curd of Huntley. Like you go and <laughs> you get a little, you get a little boat of them and you, you know, pop them as you socialize. <laughs> would you have them with gravy? I would. Yeah. Exclusive. If I were to ever put a turkey testicle in my mouth, it would have gravy on it. <laughs> so anyone out there from Huntley, Illinois, if you want to send Tony Maravich some turkey testicles at Thrillist, he'll eat them on Instagram. I mean, Huntley represent. <laughs> I went to Huntley High School. Yeah. Class of 2008. And you managed not to pop a turkey ball in your mouth. This is true. Okay. Yet. Yeah. You going home for Thanksgiving? I am. I okay. will be back. There you go. Do you, Adriana and Nicole, did, was going out um, the night before Thanksgiving a thing that you did? I can't remember the last time I've gone out and gone back home to my hometown before Thanksgiving. I've gone out and it hasn't been a holiday. Mm-hmm. And I this, all the things that you described in the beginning, I see those things. It doesn't even have to be a holiday. You can yeah. just go home for a weekend and see that. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I'm trying to avoid those conversations and those folks. I sound like a snob, don't I? No. <laughs> no, I, I think, like, there are a lot of people that I try to avoid, too. Thanksgiving Eve is actually, I think, statistically, it's the biggest bar night of the entire oh, year. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. What? Right. That's my shitty internet research. I'm not sure if that's actually true. What about pizza? I I hear that people also order pizza a lot on Thanksgiving Eve. I could totally see that because you don't want to cook, obviously. Mm -hmm. And everyone's kind of at home getting ready. Or they just came home from the bar, which pizza would be ideal. Or they just got off an airplane. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Big travel day. So speaking of travel, actually, worst Thanksgiving story. It could be related to travel. Um, It could be related to the meal. For me, I don't have that many. Like I, My Thanksgiving experience have been... Pretty good, but I, I guess a couple times I have been too hungover and just have like woken up at like 3 p.m., gone straight to the meal. But one time in particular, I did eat an edible before my meal and I got way too high. And you know when you're too high and no one around you is high mm-hmm. and you get stuck in your own head and you're like at a dinner table. Yep. That was bad. You kind of have like an ongoing monologue in your head about what you're going to say next and it never comes out right and it's kind of an awful feeling. But I got through that. That was my only really bad Thanksgiving story that I can think of. Um, So I consider myself lucky. Tony, do you have any bad Thanksgiving travel stories or dinner stories? I had a travel incident and it ended up being okay in the end, but I was living in Chelsea and I had to fly home to Chicago for Thanksgiving 
And at that point, I was still learning the city, so I took a yellow taxi to LaGuardia mm-hmm. uh, on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. That's like a hellscape. And it took over three hours to get there. And oh. it was to the point where... Now, how long would that trip normally take? Because like, if you don't know New York, that's not a long distance. That's I mean, like, what, 45 to I an mean, hour, maybe? with LaGuardia, the way that it is these days, who the fuck knows how long it's supposed <laughs> to take? I mean, but, but, but that's at least three times as long oh, as Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was to the point where the taxi driver was like, I really have to pee. And he's like, I feel like I might pee my pants. And I'm like... You're giving me anxiety. I don't know what to do. I'm in the back seat. What did he do? I don't know. I hope I hope he survived. Oh, he didn't go. No, he dropped. He made it to the terminal. It was a ninety dollar cab ride. Whew. Adriana, do you have any horror stories, travel stories? I mean, kind of the opposite because um, you know, as I mentioned, we don't we don't travel. We have family far away, and yeah, so like. It gets lonelier and lonelier. And last year, my son went with his dad to visit friends. So it was just my husband and me. And he's like, remind me again, why turkey? It's the driest animal. (laughs) 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 I was like, this is dumb. Why are we doing this? So existential crisis, um, which is why we're, we're going to get duck at Gertie this year. We're not even, not even turkey. Like you are dead to me, turkey. We are, um, (laughs) someone else is cooking, um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so your husband is from India. So is the concept lost on him totally? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like he gets it like he like cognitively he understands the 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 point but like his family's far away, my family's far away. And then like the food, the food makes no sense. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, it it doesn't. It it is a weird holiday when you kind of step back and think about it. We just kind of sit down and eat a turkey. And that's kind of it, right? Yeah, I, right? I, I wrote about Canadian Thanksgiving, which I guess is the only real international analog. And it's it's kind of the same thing, but just a month earlier. There's not that much of a difference. But, like, why don't we have, like, special songs? And where are the rituals? Like, the, we have the, like, <laughs> do everybody go around the table and say what you're thankful for? But, like... It's, it's a strange holiday. There's not a lot of visual yeah. identifiers. Like turkeys? A hand turkey? That's kind of what I think of. Mm-hmm. Like kids making preschool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The time off is nice. The time off. Yes. That's really the key, yes. I think. I think people just want time off. Mm-hmm. I guess the shopping is supposed to be the ritual. The yeah. Black Fla- Friday oh, shopping. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. Wait. And, and now oh. it's like led into Thanksgiving itself. Oh, yeah. It's really yeah. tough. Stores open at five o'clock. That's insane. That's so earlier. Give yes. folks a day off, right? Yes. Just your turkey. Yeah. First, before yeah. you cram yourself into Bed Bath and Beyond, or <laughs> let your freaking editables wear off. Yeah. Like, go. Come no, on. if I'm doing Black Fi- Friday, I do not want to. Oh be yeah, this is this clear. is true. You have to bring a flask. <laughs> honestly, right? that's awesome. So I actually forgot one that we should have done before. So, um, so this is the Cracker Barrel Award for the best place to dine out on Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, I have only done this once. It was at Denny's. During um, college, I had to go to Denny's in Altoona, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Uh, It was nice. I feel like there was a true spirit of community in that Denny's on Thanksgiving. I went with one of my friends that also was like not going home. Um, It really wasn't as depressing as you think it would be. Um, I I call this the Cracker Barrel Award because it's almost Thanksgiving every day at Cracker Barrel. They're open Mm -hmm. on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, Tony, you cover this stuff a lot. There are major restaurants that are open on Thanksgiving that do some fun Thanksgiving theme menu items, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Cracker Barrel's like the big one 
You can order a full turkey from Popeyes. Popeyes offers a Cajun turkey. And if it's anything like the chicken sandwich, uh, I'm in. Uh, (laughs) The thing is, though, that they sell out quickly, so you have to show up at your local Popeyes, ask them if they have any available, and then you have to place your order. I love the idea of just showing up, like having people over and presenting them with a turkey from Popeyes and not telling them. Hell yeah. I've heard it. I've never had it, unfortunately. I've heard it's really good, though. Yeah. I bet it is. We should try to get one for the office. We should yeah, definitely should try to get one. I, I would try that. Yeah. Some other places. So I think Popeyes is the funniest. I know uh, Boston Market, they do that kind of a thing, too. Um, Denny's is like a classic, like I was saying, I went there. Have you guys uh, eat, eaten out on Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my first, I think one of my first Thanksgivings in New York City, I did. Um, we went out for Peking Duck. Oh, that's mm. fun. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about the experience of not having a home-cooked meal on Thanksgiving and going out to a restaurant? I think it's about the people. I think it's about the gathering. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. As long as you're with the right people. Mm-hmm. 100%. Home is anywhere. You ever eat out on Thanksgiving, Nicole? Of course. I mean, I've had fancy dinners on Thanksgiving. Uh, and I've also gone done, done the diner thing. Yeah, mm. I particularly think about being in college and going home, and we, we we would eat really early, like at one or two o'clock, and then late we would go to Waffle House. Wow, mm. I love yeah. that! Oh my god! Yeah, we would go to Waffle House, get together with like high school friends. Yeah, or you know, you're like, oh gosh, this little small town is so boring. Let's go to Waffle House. Yeah. No town is boring if the town has a Waffle House inside. This is true. I make it a point. If I'm in the South to go to Waffle House. I love it. People are obsessed with it. I'm kind of over it. But when you're around something your whole life, the magic is kind of like Waffle House. But so many chefs, Southern food chefs, and even like David Chang, Sean Brock. I think the late Anthony Bourdain was like Mm -hmm. obsessed with Waffle House as well. He was. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's a diner, right? And you're in New York. You can find a diner that might be as good as Waffle House. I don't know. There's something about the aesthetic. Usually the wait staff is usually pretty interesting at Waffle House. Always. I I think it's a great like peek into American culture and what's happening in America right now when you go into a Waffle House, especially late at night. Okay, we ran through some fun categories. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to go around the table, uh, tell everyone what we're thankful for and what we think the best part of Thanksgiving is. So stick around. We'll be back. Okay, so I really like Thanksgiving, and I really like talking to you guys. This was very cozy and fun, and I'm glad it's the dog here. She's asleep. I know. Well, we bored her, mm-hmm. but I don't think she's understanding what we're saying. This might yeah. be over her head a no. little bit. She's just a puppy. Yeah. Maybe one day. I think um, Thanksgiving is a special day, and I'm thankful, honestly. I don't mean to be schlocky here, but I'm thankful that I have a podcast where I can have my work friends on, and we can drink wine and eat cheese and Talk about fun food stuff, honestly. Yeah, cheers to that. I truthfully am, and I like that. And that's my favorite part about Thanksgiving. It's like seeing family members and friends I don't usually see. And the food is secondary, but it's great. But um, that's what I like about Thanksgiving. Nicole, what to you is the best part of Thanksgiving? It's definitely a time to, like, relax, reflect, and make a wise choice about about the folks you want to be around. Hmm. Um, you have to pause on Thanksgiving, right? You can't just be all busy and crazy and like, oh, I don't have time to to respond to your text or I can't talk right now. You have to pause and talk and speak with the folks you love the most. Mm -hmm. True. I like that. 
I like that. We're too. all sappy list. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're crying. <laughs> it's the edibles. Um. <laughs> Adriana, what's what's your favorite part of Thanksgiving? What I love about Thanksgiving is that it's kind of the gateway to the big winter holidays, the holiday season. And, and it's this like, you know, you're like getting ready for the horrible winter ahead. It's going to be dark and cold and awful. And so you have all of these like food and lights and wine kind of festivals leading up to them just sort of to like buttress yourself against the cruelty that waits ahead so that's I think that's kind of what I love like my apartment building they've already started putting up the lights and it's just like when all the magic starts to happen I love that I love that too because it's like the day after Black Friday it's like hey it's Christmas time we're in it yeah we're in it (laughs) Tony what's your favorite part the best part of Thanksgiving yeah uh, so Everyone complains about the hustle and bustle of Thanksgiving travel, and I've certainly been guilty of that. I mean, I was just talking about that taxi ride a few minutes ago. But I realize now that I'm thankful to have people in my life who I love, who make the whole journey worth it, who make the mental, physical, and emotional anguish of just getting there worth it. My partner and I are actually renting a car and driving from New York City to the Chicago area with our dog for Thanksgiving this year. And it's a 13-hour drive. And Yikes. I just couldn't be more excited about it because it's just going to be a long ride and um, full of probably unexpected hijinks. Will you pee your pants on this ride? I may or may not <laughs> pee my pants. Yeah. And same for Gladys. <laughs> um, but it's just going to be so great to be together when we get there. Yeah. It also, just it's one of those holidays where just like different. It's not. It really is a break in your routine. Things are just different. They're a little more fun. They're a little more magical. I'm also thankful for Pinot Noir. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all thankful for Pinot Noir. Well, this is great. Um, I hope everyone out there listening has a great Thanksgiving too. Happy Thanksgiving, most definitely. If you make anything that we talked about, send us a picture. You can send it to me at that Thrillist guy on Instagram or at Thrillist on Twitter. You'll find us. Tony, where can people find you on the internet? Find me on Twitter, at Tony Maravick. And uh, maybe don't send me those turkey balls after all. (laughs) (laughs) And good girl Gladys. Don't forget her. Oh, yeah. She's been such a good girl. Very true. She always is. Adriana, where can people find you if if you want? Maybe I don't want to be found. Yeah, perhaps not. (laughs) Uh, On Instagram, at Adriana Velez. And uh, that's with a Z at the end. And on Twitter, Adriana V. Cool. Nicole, where can people find you and possibly send you a pumpkin pie? Exactly. <laughs> Food culturist. On Instagram. Instagram, Twitter. I'm on both. Definitely. And on the site, we have a ton mm-hmm. of great Thanksgiving coverage. So check it out. You don't want to miss out on all those all those really great, quote unquote, non-traditional Thanksgiving sides. I know, Tony, your team always does a lot of stuff around where you can eat mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving if you're not, you know, cooking your own meal mm-hmm. and some free freebie deals, right? Yep. Cool. Awesome. So check it out. I hope everyone out there has a great Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. You too, Will. Enjoy your edibles. Bye. Bye. (laughs) All right. So podcasts just don't make themselves. So I have to thank our amazing and talented team, EP on the Thriller side, Bison Messink, our Group 9 fan, Brett Kushner, David Zwick, and last but certainly not least, Emily Feld, Megan Kirsch, and Ocean McAdams are my bosses over at Thrillist. I have to thank them, obviously. I also want to thank our executive producer at iHeartRadio, Mangesh Hatakudor. Most importantly, 
big thanks to my podcast partner in crime, producer Molly Scholzim, Randy Scott Carroll, who edited this episode and did a great job, and Ernie injured that for mixing. You got to mix it. It makes all the difference. Okay, see you next week. Bye.